and welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is both guys again. They're back. I'm excited. We got Court Winsett. Hello, everybody. And Cameron Spann. Hey, guys. And there's that opening bell. Okay, I feel like y'all have been with us for a long time, so I can be real with you right now. <laughs> shoot, me, shoot me straight, Katie. Okay, so we you know, set a, a challenge that we wanted to produce a podcast and have it come to you guys once a week. That we have been, there have been rough times behind the scenes where we have been like, oh, it's not going to happen. We're going to miss a week. And we haven't yet. And I'm really proud of that because um, I think at different points, each of us have been like the sour one and like, oh, let's just skip this week or whatever. Let's just do a best of show or best of show. Yeah, I guess that's right. But so this kind of happened again. We have some great topics. We have some great guests coming up this season, but A lot of the topics that we want to do, I need to put a lot of time and research into it. And so things have gotten crazy. Um, If you don't know, you know, first couple weeks into the new year and with this lovely COVID still being around, times have been crazy at work. And I've just been stressing like, oh my gosh, we have got to record. We've got to get an episode put together. Okay, so what are we going to do? Because, you know, we've got great topics, but I don't want to half-ass it. I want to put in the time to put the research in it. So talking to my mom, which you know, moms are great, and just kind of venting to her. And she gave me a suggestion. She goes, what about stress? You're stressed about picking a topic. Why don't you talk about stress? And I'm like, but mom, you know, it, it's a financial podcast. What am I going to talk about with stress? And she goes, Katie, think about it. When you're stressed, you may eat a lot, which then affects your health. Or you may be stressed and it impacts your relationship. And then you got to start paying for couples therapy or a divorce. I mean, that's dramatic, but it's true that well, stress. Also, money causes stress yes. a lot of times. Exactly. Time. I mean, you've got the financial stress. You've got all of that. But so this episode, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, is going to be about stress. And I just want to point out that the reason that we're doing the episode about stress is because Katie wouldn't take me up on my offer to do an episode about the finances of polar bears. <laughs> Guys, I'm stressed thinking about this episode on stress. No. And going back to your point about us uh, releasing a show every week. Oh, I, I thought it, we were going to go back to the point about the polar bears. Well, we can. That'll be point two. <laughs> point one is I think we should remind our listeners that this is not our full-time gig. No. We do not get sponsored. You do not hear commercials on this. We are not allowed to make money on this thing. So we have full-time stressful jobs and uh, we somehow find time to do a podcast. Yeah, I mean, it's if you are like me, then uh, you're stressed right now. We're a couple of weeks into the new year. I mean, my my outdoor Christmas is down, but my indoor still looks like Christmas exploded. It's it is I know stressing my husband out. It's stressing me out, but my other stress is overshadowing that. Here's here's an interesting <laughs> thing that 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 just sort of fits in. For those of you out there that are listening to us that actually watch the show, you will understand what I'm talking about. How do uh, they watch us? He's talking uh, about another show, not watch Bullcast. I'm building up here. Okay. I'm leading into it. Okay. Don't stress me out. Okay, okay, sorry. There's a show on Netflix called Queer Eye. Um, and it is a show about five gay guys who go into a town and, you know, they may take on a project for like a high school prom or, a you know, they, they take on straight guys, gay guys, straight girls, gay girls, you know, they do, they, they do it all. They just, so makeover is still the basic idea, but it, it's, it's broadened. So my daughter watches this show and she was talking about the fact that, uh, there are five guys and one of them teaches you how to cook and one of them teaches you how to dress and one of them teaches you how to, to handle your makeup. And one of them is a, is a counselor that just sort of gives you counseling on your, you, you know, how to live your best life. And then one of the people remodels your living space. Huh. 
So as I said, my daughter watches this show and she was pointing out to me that four of the guys basically what they do is they 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 go shopping or they sit around and talk or they you know they they cook a great meal or whatever. Yeah. The guy that does the remodel, his name is Bobby. And while everybody else is is taking the guy, you know, taking whoever it is they're doing the makeover for out to eat or out to to a store or something like that, Bobby is back at the house busting his butt like building new structures and like <laughs> completely remodeling spaces on God knows what kind of budget. This the, the, the most recent episode that we watched, he built a freaking barn for somebody. <laughs> wow. So everybody else is like relaxed and it's queer eye. Yay. Let's go have a fabulous meal and then get some fabulous clothes. And Bobby's back there building a barn. <laughs> that is stressful. <laughs> I was like, what, what's the point? This is a nice story, but what's the point? Okay, I got it now. It's stress. It's all about stress, stress Katie. Yes. Well, and it's, I mean, I kind of mentioned yeah, it before. But um, a lot of people are probably stressed out because they're working on skele- with skeleton crews right now. Because people, you get one person back who has, you know, had COVID and then another one goes. And it's just, it's crazy times right now. And then with schools, you know, what's happening with your kids? So segue into that. So let's go ahead and get into our, our list. And so we are going to talk about some movies or TV shows that stress you out. Because, yes, we have enough stress in our lives, but let's choose our entertainment that's going to continue to cause us more stress because it's fun, right? Mm, yeah, Maybe? absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so, uh, you know, one, and I'll kind of throw it all together, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, or really any horror movie, I feel like that stresses you out so much because... You know going into it, it's supposed to scare you. It's you don't know when these, you know, villains, creatures, whatever are gonna jump out. And so that's stressful. Yeah, I mean for me, the the number one most stressful movie that I can ever recall watching was a movie called Man on Fire. Oh, yeah. With Denzel Washington. And I mean, like, the the last the last, what, maybe half hour of that movie, I just remember just, like, basically holding my breath for the entire end of that movie. Mm-hmm. He He's hired as a bodyguard to protect a child in Mexico. And in Mexico, there are lots of problems with children of, of you know, bigwigs getting kidnapped. And he's, so he's hired as a bodyguard for this child, and he, he grows fond of this child. And then, you know... Uh, Things things happen, and the last thirty minutes of that movie just absolutely—I I, I swear, my, my blood pressure must have doubled. You know, it, it was yeah. ridiculous. That's, and do you remember the Mel Gibson movie Ransom? Yes, that one was super stressful. Mm. I've got to say, outer space movies, space mission movies, are always stressful. Those never go great. But one that comes to mind particularly is Gravity. Have you guys seen that? Sandra Bullock and George Clooney? I haven't seen it yet. I'm ashamed to say that. (laughs) Literally from two minutes after the movie starts until the final frame, it is stressful. Event after event. And you're like, how how can a movie be two hours long about a person in space? But, oh boy. I have seen the end of that movie, but I haven't seen the entire thing. But I do recall very recently they showed a clip of uh, the Golden Globes, the year that that Gravity was released, and um, oh gosh, what is her name? Amy Poehler and... Tina Fey? Tina Fey, thank you. So Tina Fey made a joke that was like uh, Gravity, an entire movie about the fact that uh, George Clooney would rather (laughs) float away into space than spend any significant amount of time uh, locked in a vessel with a a woman his own age. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good joke. (laughs) 
Um, so one I haven't seen, but I when I was researching movies that stress you out was called Buried. It's Ryan Reynolds, and the entire movie he's apparently in a coffin. Mm. That just sounds absolutely stressful. I've never seen that one, but there was another there was another version of that where um, uh, with Kiefer Sutherland, uh, okay. where his spouse or girlfriend or something like that disappeared and. Turns out that she was buried alive, and then sorry, spoiler loss, I guess. But uh, at the end of the at the end of the movie, he he finally tracks down who took her, and the the person who took her says like, "You can you can get her back if you let me do this thing to you." And Kiefer Sutherland's like, "What?" And he's like, "I'll show you." And then next thing you know, Kiefer Sutherland wakes up and he's buried alive in a coffin. So, oh. you know, that's that's unpleasant. Yeah. <laughs> What about No Country for Old Men? Have you guys seen that? Yes. And I, I know I've talked about it multiple times on the show. It's one of my favorite movies, but it's that modern day Western and you have that villain, Javier Bardem, which is, he's super creepy. His haircut stresses it, me out. It stresses me out. And his little uh, air gun, his uh, yeah. pressurized air gun that he puts yeah. to people's heads. But when he's on screen, sometimes he behaves and he's just quirky and sometimes he blows up. Mm. And so it, it puts you on edge and it's also oh, yeah. uh, the main guys on the run the whole time from him. And in that movie, you'll notice there's barely any music there's no soundtrack mm-hmm. oh. and that makes it super creepy okay time for an anecdote sorry hit me um okay so soundtracks and and they can add to your level of stress or take away from Absolutely. the level of stress depending on you know how they're written or whatever i mean uh, of course what, you found that out in the holiday yeah of course <laughs> that's precisely what i was thinking um my sister went and saw a screening of jaws when I can't remember how old she was, I think it was back when she was in high school, but she saw a screening of Jaws somewhere and the entire, not just the score, the entire soundtrack wasn't working. So they were watching Jaws with no sound whatsoever. No, I mean, they couldn't hear anything. She said it was the scariest thing she's ever said. Oh. So there was no sound at all. There's it was just nothing. the video. There was just the video. And so, you know, like, there's no warning, there's no dun dun. Da, da. You know, it's so just, just people that. are just sitting there, and then all of a sudden, they're getting it. <laughs> they're being it up. That's okay, crazy. that's, that's so, like watching Psycho without the. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I do have to add a funny thing, and um, this was a roommate I had in college. Um, she is she's a very smart person, but she does not have a lot of common sense, and and she'll admit that now. But she, uh, we lived together, and she sent me a text when I was back in Memphis and she was at school and I had hooked up, you know, the TV and we had the DVD VHS player. I mean, not that we were that old having VHS, but still, you know, whatever. Anyway, so she texted me and says, I can't get the TV to work. And I had had to unplug it for something. So I told her how to plug it back in. Then she sends me a text and said, I'm gonna watch your movie. Okay, cool, whatever. And she, uh, she texts me and says, is this movie silent? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's silent. Two hours later, I get a text and she goes, I think that movie was good, but are you sure it was silent? She sat there and watched a two hour movie. No. With no, because she had not connected the cables for the sound. Sorry, okay, when y'all were just talking about movies without sound, so yeah, she watched a movie without sound. Where is this friend now? Is she living a successful life? She is a school counselor. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Not in Memphis area. She's a sweetheart, I love her to pieces, but um, we talked about horror movies, and I do have to add that, you know, horror movies stress you out in their own, but The Strangers very much stress me out watching it, but then afterwards, because when you asked, they asked the people in the movie, 
why are you doing this to us? And because most of the time you can relate that it's a, it's a killer that's coming after somebody for a certain reason. They just answered with, because you were home. <laughs> Holy crap. Just don't ever be home then. Like, don't be there because these people are going to get you. But yeah. That's awful. And the last one kind of we want to talk about so we can get into the subject is the 127 hours. Oh, yeah. Oh. And you knew what was coming in that movie. You, you knew the story. You Based knew all of that. Based upon a true story. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, it's obviously kudos to the filmmakers of making you feel that ultimate stress. And Yeah. When mm. he gets that little pocket knife out. Ooh, you know it's going down. I, I've never watched it. Why would I want to watch a movie where I know how it ends? I just, especially when it ends so violently. Okay, and so we know there are a ton of other movies and TV shows that stress you out. And um, so, you know, we apologize if we miss some of those. Yeah, certainly just come on over to the site and, and let us know what we left off our list. Exactly. Call us out. Okay, so that is our movies. That's our list. So stress. Stress is a feeling of emotion or physical tension. It comes from any event or thought that makes you feel frustrated, angry, or nervous, in case you didn't know. (laughs) It is your body's reaction to a challenge or demand. In short bursts, stress can be positive, such as when it helps you avoid danger or meet a deadline. But when stress lasts for a long time, it may harm your health. Yeah, duh. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, we hear about stress all the time, and we hear about how it's bad for your health. But it can put a dent in your finances. And it's not just, I think people think stress and then they think financial stress. Mm. But just good old-fashioned stress can cause an issue with your finances. Um, You know, this isn't going to be an episode where we tell you tips and trades of like, you need to meditate or like what you need to do. Because I don't need to be the one to give any of that advice because I don't follow any of that. I need some stress management. So... Go to our website if you've got some tips for me. So to be clear, we're not giving any medical advice on this episode. No, No, not at all. And so, I mean, like I said, starting this episode off, it's, you know, stress is so much a part of financial outside of just the financial stress because you're stressed out and you do certain traits and then it can roll into other things and it snowballs. And next thing you know, you're paying for a divorce and a fitness trainer and there you go. All your money's gone. That escalated quickly. That was amazing. (laughs) I went from being perfectly happy to to going and working out with some dude. Uh, 73% of Americans experience psychological symptoms caused by stress, and 48% feel their stress has increased over the past five years. But many many probably didn't think about it impacting their bottom line. How about the past five months? Yeah. (laughs) So this is a list that we got off of Psychology Today, and it's called 10 Ways Stress Can Negatively Impact Your Finances. It's stress may be robbing you of your riches. So we're going to kind of go through this list, and then, of course, you know how we are. We've got to add our two cents to it. We can't keep quiet. So, uh, Court, you want to start off with number one? Okay. 10 ways stress can negatively impact your finances. Number one, accrue late payments and overdraft fees, parking tickets, and other fines. Um, Okay, uh, how can that impact your finances? Um, Well, I guess that's obvious, but how is that a stress? Well, stress can cause overwhelming forgetfulness and disorganization that may lead to late bill payment and overdraft fees. So if you're, if you basically, if you're stressed and you're overwhelmed, 
Um, if you're overwhelmed, then you could be forgetful. Lord knows I am always disorganized, but when you add a lot of stress to me, I become forgetful. And then if things don't get done, all of a sudden you're in a, you're in a hole. You've got, you've got, you miss payments. You've got, uh, all yeah. sort of late payments. You're I mean, it's that I can think of two things that with me, um, I, you know, you can set up on your credit cards to have automatic payments, but it's usually just sets it up for the minimum. And so I don't set it up as automatic for the minimum because I want to go in and pay the full balance. And I've had a couple of times where I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get to that. Life gets crazy and you then miss the payment. And so you have to go back and now you've gotten hit with interest and, uh, not parking tickets, but speeding tickets. If I'm like stressed out and just in the zone, not thinking about it, you may drive down that street that you know is 30 miles per hour and cops hang out on and you forget. And then now your stressful day has become more stressed because you got blue lights behind you. Yeah, I've, I've, I've actually gotten caught. There is a spot on the interstate that I know very well always has a cop ca- camped out there radaring. I mean, like, you know, eight or nine times out of 10 when I'm driving down this particular stretch of the interstate, there is a cop there. And I know there to be a cop there. And I know that it's he parks himself right where the speed limit drops from 65 to 55. And I know he's there. I know he's going to be there every time. I know where I need to slow down. And one day I was stressed and my mind was on something else. I was thinking about something else. I flew right past that that speed limit sign saying that the speed limit had dropped. And there was that cop. And sure enough, he pulled right out after me. And I was like... You know, when he pulled me over, I, I, he walked up to my window. I was like, I know you're there. I know you're there. I know the sign is there. I'd yeah. pass by here all the time and see you. <laughs> I was thinking about something else and I just, I just forgot. And he, he let me off with a warning that one time, but yeah. lucky. Yeah. Okay. Number two, have poor financial boundaries. Stress can rob you of the energy needed to set healthy financial limits with others. For example, giving your teen the cash or items they are requesting because it's easier than putting up a fight. Yeah, so I don't have teens, but it's still that way with my little ones. I'm just like, we're, we're worn out and it's just like, behave for your teacher or do this simple task. I'll go get you a pack of Pokemon cards. And it, <laughs> it racks up. Yeah, I mean, I, I got to say, once you've hit that third child reaching reaching their teen years, a lot of stuff, you just kind of go, I'm just tired. Just do whatever. Yeah. Just do whatever you want. I mean, I'm sure it's later in this list, but it's kind of, you know, I don't have kids, but I can see it as you're, you know, it says robbing you of the healthy financial limits with others, that it may be that you're just more like throwing money at things because you're so stressed and don't have time to handle it, where typically you wouldn't have paid somebody to do something, but because you're just so overwhelmed, you're throwing money at it, which then it's not helping the problem. It's helping the immediate problem, but doesn't help the overall picture. Yeah. At home right now, I would literally pay somebody just to like fold, fold laundry. I mean, you know, I I would pay somebody to do the most menial task at my house just to get some stuff done. Yeah. You know? Okay, Cam, why don't you say number three? Uh, Spend on self-medicating items such as food, alcohol, and drugs. Pretty obvious. Uh, stress can lead to self-soothing behaviors such as overeating, overdrinking, and overusing substances that can lead to addiction. So, I mean, I, I'm not an alcoholic, but I've caught myself, you know, a few days in a row of stress. I come home, I crack open a few brewskis, and then it kind of becomes a habit, and mm-hmm. I drink a little bit more, and Abby's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Like, calm it down. Yeah, I mean, that's, it happens. All of us are guilty of it. It's like you, 
you know, one of the things that I think a lot of people, we've gotten in that um, ordering like DoorDash and ordering food delivered because we're in this whole pandemic and not wanting to go out. And so I think it's now become easier of like, oh, I don't want to cook. I don't want to go to the grocery store. Let's just keep ordering food. And that just keeps racking up and up. And then it's not healthy for you too, because more than likely the food you're ordering is not going to be like salads and grilled chicken and vegetables. Like it's going to be food from a restaurant that's not going to be as healthy as if you'd probably cooked it at home. I used to go to the grocery store once a week. And when COVID hit and it started being sort of stressful to to be out Mm -hmm. early on when we didn't know how it was spread and all that stuff, I got out of the habit of going to the grocery store and we got into the habit of buying a lot of food to go, Mm -hmm. you know. It's because it's easy. It's you just think about it like, oh, I mean, we all do it. It's you do text and be like, what do you want for dinner? Well, I don't feel like cooking. Yeah. I mean, we even had it with our HelloFresh. We were doing so well with the HelloFresh and cooking. And then it became a, both of us had such crap days that nobody wanted to go home and cook it. And so then it switched from, you know, then you've got that food that's wasted. And then you have to still buy something because you still got to eat something. So, I mean, it, it again, it's a spiral. It's just one thing goes into the other, and then there is there is dollar signs that attach to them. Oh, definitely. Side note, I mean, I love a good delivery service, but I don't know how they stay in business. Like, you order a $7 hamburger and fries, and it costs like $34 for it to be delivered because they have all the fees and the driver delivery. and. I don't know if those businesses are going to be as successful once the world kind of goes a little bit back to normal. I mean, I think it's great for elderly people or people that maybe have the, like they can't leave their house as much. I think that's great. But I think for a huge chunk of people that are using it as a convenience factor, that's going to change. And almost like all these DoorDash drivers are going to then go back to being Uber drivers and Lyft drivers. Because then people are going to be using those services again. Court, hit us with number four, Yeah, number four. Okay, so stress can trigger mental health issues that impair the ability to work and or think about financial management. You know, it's it's interesting. Um, This one, uh, we're all genetically predisposed to to respond to stress differently. Um, And we all have a, a differing sort of assortment of coping skills. But for some, excess Excess stress uh, triggers a panic and anxiety and uh, leads to depression. For others, it can trigger like underlying conditions such as like, you know, post-traumatic stress disorder or eating disorders or addiction or something like that. Yeah. And Ugh. it's this is this is probably the one that sort of speaks to me the most <laughs> because, I mean, the level of stress that I have on any given day can trigger anxiety. It can trigger, you know, it, it's like Cameron said, you know, you, you get stressed and at the end of the day you go home and you drink a little bit more and, you know, you just don't, you're not functioning as well because you're having anxiety or, you, or, or you've had too much to drink or whatever. And it, it just, it, it affects your entire life uh, and, and can have a really, really negative and compounding effect on your life if you if you don't manage it and and find some coping mechanisms that don't involve you know alcohol consumption or uh, you know eating or whatever you know so uh, this one this one's very true. Uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna comment on that because it's just echo absolutely. Okay, the next one, number five, abandon your financial plan. So if you've listened to any of our episodes, I try and always harp on your overall financial plan because everyone should have one. Um, Stress can push you into denial when you are on system overload. During this time, checking your balances or how you're doing with your budget is a priority. This leads to costly financials 
decisions. And it's, it isn't a priority. Yeah, it isn't it, a priority. Yeah, yeah, your budget isn't a priority. Like you're stressed about everything else and the budget sort of takes a back seat. And it happens. And I mean, I know that. So you sit there and you've you've put in the work, you've worked with, uh, you know, whether you've done it yourself or you've worked with a financial advisor like us, and we've helped you put together a plan. And it's like, you know, let's let's take Cam, for example. We sat down, we talk about it. He's got his goals. He's got that home renovation in mind or that car down the road. But then COVID hits or something crazy happens. Then you forget about it and you're like, oh, I'll handle it later. Everyone is so guilty of the, I'll address that later. And I mean, it's, we all then, you know, you start spending a little bit more on those delivery food services or you, instead of making it yourself, you go and buy something or do something like that. And before you know it, the credit card bills racked up and it happened so quickly. I know that I I sat there and looked at my credit card the other day. I was like, holy moly, I got to quit ordering DoorDash because it's just, it's convenient, but then it's that extra fees add up and you what what episode was it where we talked about that it was pretty much blasting me um the justification episode rationalization mm-hmm. you when you are stressed you rationalize those extra expenses and you go oh well it's okay that i went and bought this new dress i'm stressed out i i need this to make me feel better which is it's a coping thing it's you're not necessarily doing alcohol or food you're shopping which then doesn't help your overall goal. And then you're starting back at square one with your financial plan or it negative because you could have gone backwards. Ugh. Okay, number six, Cam. Uh, stress can lead to a decrease in self-esteem. Yeah, I can, I can, I feel this one on a deep level. Uh, stress can trigger your inner saboteur. Inner or, saboteur. Saboteur. <laughs> that sounds the, like something from Star Wars. Yeah. The voice in your head that criticizes you, criticizes you and puts you down. Uh, this can impair how you put yourself out in the world, making you less confident and assertive. And this can uh, affect your job performance. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that bad, but stress. I mean, it does make me want to stay home. I don't want to talk to people. Mm-hmm. I just curl up in a little ball and cry. And it could keep if you're stressed at work. It could keep you from then going and having that conversation with a coworker or your boss and really selling yourself. So it could make you miss out on a raise or a new job opportunity because you were so deflated and not feeling good in your own skin. It's so much easier to separate yourself and go hide in a, in a small secluded <laughs> cabin in the woods. Um, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, it yeah. gets you away from the stress and then you also don't have to deal with all of your other failures. Oh, Lord. <laughs> okay, number seven, Court. Make uh, stress can make you make reactive financial decisions. Okay, so um, I'm not sure what this one is talking about. Stress can create panic, leading to impulsive and reactive financial decisions. For example, you might move into an expensive apartment because you can't handle living with your family, <laughs> or sell stock because you are worried you won't have enough cash. Okay, so the first one you might move into an apartment, an expensive apartment because you can't handle living with your family. I might know somebody who recently did that. I mean, I'm not saying that she couldn't handle living with her family, but she definitely was was looking for a way to get out the house and she found a way and it involved an expensive apartment. <laughs> oh gosh. But I mean, we're all a lot of people are guilty of that for sure is um I mean, just making those big impulses or like, oh, well, I'm just not even going to go and just cancel your plane ticket and your airfare because you're thinking you're saving money, but then you get slapped with a cancellation fees or something like that. 
I mean, let's not even talk about my 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 sister and I were talking about travel anxiety the other day. Well, I can be looking forward to a trip like nobody's business, and about a day or two before I start stressing out about it, and the day of, man, I am ready to back out of the trip. I am ready to call it off and be like, never mind, I'm not going. This was a terrible idea, and I will be like that at least until I get to the airport gate where the plane is going to take off. Once I get past security and sit down at the gate, sometimes I'm okay. Sometimes it takes me till I actually get checked into my hotel where I'm going before I will relax. But I mean, it's a thing. I will, I will step back and be like, no, I'm not going. Never mind. Doesn't matter. I'll, th- I'll throw away the tickets. I don't care. I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, sunk cost. It's gone. I don't care. I'll give an example that a lot of people I've recently talked to with some of our clients, a reactive impulsive decision is you're so stressed out about, your student loans. And right now there's been so much, and y'all, we are going to do an episode or two or three about student loans because that is an important topic. But so many people are just like, I'm tired of it hanging over me. I know that it keeps getting pushed out the deferment. Now we're to May. And a lot of people just want to be like, I just want to be done with it. I want to throw money, whether it's your student loans or a car or a house. And so I think that is very much an impulsive and reactive moment of I'm just going to throw money to it and it's gone, and it's done, but that was a stressful moment. You decided to do it, and that may not have been the right decision because you could have used that money somewhere else. Okay, number eight is engage in negative or catastrophic thinking about money. Stress can trigger fear-based thinking that can lead to financial self-sabotage. That's kind of what I was just talking about. Uh, Making desperate financial choices like selling a house or an item for less than it's worth or quitting college because you are worried about accruing debt. Mm, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of people that financial times cause the stress. And I mean, you you just, oh, well, I'm just going to sell my prized Pokemon cards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I looked at you, Cam, because I think yes. he's still thinking about I that binder. I still cry about that every evening. <laughs> but it's, again, that's where a lot of people, if you are in those financial dire situations, before you go and sell something for way less than it's worth, come and talk to somebody. Come and talk to us and see if there's other options to help you out. Okay. Number nine, stress can make you experience interpersonal conflict. Stress can trigger relationship conflict at home and at work. This can lead to job performance issues, job loss, and loss opportunities. It can also lead to unanticipated expenses of relationship breakups from moving out to divorce proceedings. That escalated quickly. <laughs> but it, you think about it. If you're stressed out at work and you're you know, trying to prove yourself, you're at work till you know, 9, 10 o'clock at night, every night, then your wife's upset. Yeah, it creates rifts. Yeah, yeah, and then it just, it snowballs. I mean, how many movies have we seen where you've got the workaholic spouse, the other spouse finally just decides to pack up and leave to get the attention of the workaholic spouse? And I mean, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Okay, Court, finish this out, number 10. Stress can make you regress into dysfunctional patterns. You learn relational roles and unconsciously recreate them until you choose something better. Stress can trigger a setback into old relationship patterns, such as financially enabling others to not take responsibility for themselves that no longer fit your needs. Um, That sounded like a whole lot of words that really (laughs) didn't make sense to me. Um, So let's break it down. Basically... We, um, you have a certain relationship, you're, you're, you play a certain role in that relationship and, um, 
you you are constantly hopefully improving your roles in all of your relationships and apparently stress can make you move back into previous roles that you played and basically i guess, I guess to to sort of I've sum got it an up example okay because i'm 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 like okay i guess maybe like if you were in a relationship and you were enabling somebody well and- i mean that's that's what it is so i'm i'm very bad about when friends need help or something going on that i will I will offer to pay for stuff. I will help out and throw money towards things. And I have, you know, about two friends that I know I can give money to and help them when they really need it and they will pay me back. But other than that, like if I'm not in a good mental state, I will give out money to friends even though it's not the best financial decision for me just because I am a sucker for a sad story. Or I want them to be able to go on the bachelorette trip or go on the vacation. And so I will offer to pay for things and do them when it's not the best. And so that, that is me. If I am stressed then I will just throw it into, because I want to go to like, it would be if I could say, Hey guys, let's go to the, the green green day concert in Texas. The tickets are $500. And y'all are like, Oh yeah, I want to go. Oh, Katie, I can't afford that. Okay. Well, I want y'all to go with me. So I'm going to buy the tickets. So is this a is this a real life scenario? Because I'm, I'm, I'm I'm down, getting, Katie. I can't afford it. <laughs> I can't afford it, but I'm so down with a Green Day concert in Texas. But so I mean, this is this is definitely no no me. back to the Green Day in Texas. <laughs> I don't even know if they're playing in Texas. I just threw that out there. Okay, so that was the list um, of the ten ways that stress overall is affecting your bottom line, and we had a lot of offshoots from it. And I hope. A lot of you listening to it are like, oh yeah, that that that's me, or maybe you're maybe you're not stressed. Maybe this doesn't impact you. I don't know. But um, you know, unfortunately, stress like other mental issues or you know, mental health issues, they're not gonna go away. You can't just ignore them as much as much as I'd like to try. But you've gotta address them and consider what life changes you need to make to try and reduce stress and increase self-care and support. Um, if you, if you know, if you need to address seeing a therapist or and confiding in a friend, I mean, these two boys are kind of my therapist up here. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's interesting. You can't, you can't necessarily, you can't ignore it. You can't, it's not going to go away necessarily, but also, you know, th- there are things that you can tell yourself. I mean, certainly again, we're not counselors, but no. you c- why are, why would you stress about something that is out of your control? You know, if that's the kind of thing that is stressing you out, mm-hmm. then why are you letting something that you have no control over stress you out? Yeah. And if you're a control freak and just the fact that you don't have control <laughs> is what stresses you out. Okay, Court, I got it. Ma- okay. <laughs> Make an effort to reduce your stress to to improve your mental, physical, relation, relational, and financial health. You're worth it. Wasn't that like a, a beauty commercial for a while? Because you're worth it. Sure. That sounds like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we got another list. <laughs> We're just full of lists We're just today. We're full, full of, of something for sure. That's, that's, uh, that's just what And we I do. got a lot of opinions on this one. This is oh, Fox okay. News. Um the 10 ways to manage stress, according to mental health experts. Uh, we all want to be better, less stressed versions of ourselves in the new year. Actually accomplishing that, no easy task, especially with the pandemic going on. Thankfully, there is a slate of experts that have put together this list. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. I just want to point out that I think COVID's gotten more coverage in this episode than probably in all of our other episodes I combined. know. And when we try not to make it 
the time of what's actually happening right now. We try and make these episodes where people can go back, but I think people will be able to go back and be like, oh, okay, COVID. Because even... Oh, okay, COVID. Oh, yeah, we'll remember it. COVID. (laughs) Okay, COVID. (laughs) Okay, so here here are these lists. Um, Number one, practice the STOP skills. STOP stands for stop, take a step back, observe, proceed mindfully, uh... Yeah, so that's that's stop. Proceed mindfully. Proceed mindfully. That was the page. Period. Full stop. <laughs> Full stop. See, I can't even do the stop. Uh, when emotions take over, we want to act impulsively. When you react impulsively, you do not have time to use your best skills. Okay, what I say to this number one is stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. There is a Bob Newhart skit, and if you have not watched it, it is hilarious bob newhart just google bob newhart stop it and it'll come up on youtube oh my god we we all or search on youtube bob um, newhart stop it i think david pickler was the one that like in the middle of his staff meeting told us about it and now we all just randomly say it and we have added some new staff members that i don't think have seen it so i think we need to clue them in so they don't think we're just yelling at him stop it but he is to give a backstory he is a psychologist therapist what is he something yeah he's yeah therapist um so somebody comes in and is telling their story and it's like well you know and i I don't like going into this space and so when i go in the elevator i get claustrophobic and he's like well just stop it stop going to the elevator stop it (laughs) so it's 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 obviously tongue-in-cheek it's very funny of just like well if something stresses you out stop it don't we all wish it was that easy (laughs) yes absolutely Uh, okay so uh, the tip skills so first we had the stop skill and now we have the tip skill the tip would be tipping the temperature of your face with cold water i think that's kind of a stretch uh tipping the temperature how about changing the temperature or lowering the temperature so it's lip skills lowering the temperature (laughs) with uh, with cold water on your face which i can say does actually help with stress uh, intense aerobic exercise. Obviously, back when I was running a lot, that was the part of the reason that I ran the as much as I did was because it, it helped me sort of process everything that was going on with me in a given day. Because endorphins make people happy, and happy people don't kill their husbands. Paste, paste, exactly. Um, paste breathing is the last one. So lip, lower your temperature with cold water. Uh, intense aerobic exercise and paced breathing. You just totally changed this. I absolutely did because tip was stupid. Okay. Tip. Well, and it's kind of, they should have changed it because then the next one is immerse your face in cold water for a minute. Oh, sorry, Cam. I took that from you. No, you're good. And I was thinking that. I'm like, they just duped it and I want another one. Can I have four? Well, and I'm sorry, but the idea of putting your face in cold water stresses me out because then your, your hair is wet and your clothes are wet and then your makeup's gone. Nobody so- wants a cold shower. All right, number four, get outside during daylight hours. That actually does help. I'll go play some disc golf. Abby's like, you're stressed. You need to go outside. <laughs> go hiking. T- take your bag and go. <laughs> All right, Court, number five. Connect with others if you're feeling lonely. Uh, connecting with others stresses me out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it stresses I mean, me out, too. <laughs> that's that, that, This one isn't going to work for me. But if you're a people person, if you're a person who likes being around other people and likes that kind of interaction and uh, interaction... <laughs> interaction. <laughs> oh, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> if you're the type of person that likes that kind of interaction, then obviously, you know, putting yourself in a situation where you can interact with other people is going to help you. It would not help me. It would just make me worse. But that's just me. Next. Okay. Identify your triggers. I don't know if I've been living under a rock, but I, I this is now like a thing. People are like, oh, she's been triggered. I, 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 
I didn't, I think Cam, you had to explain that to me one day because I had no idea what that meant. And so people now like know what triggers them to upset them. I had no idea what my triggers were. I mean, I still don't really know. Trigger, the, the word trigger and the idea of being triggered has taken on among political groups a negative connotation. But the fact is that there are certain things that will trigger your stress. And, yeah. and and if you know what those things are, then you can avoid them. You may not have to be a full-on, uh, you know, snowflake to have trigger, triggers. And the, the way, knowing the way that something triggers you and knowing what effect it has on you and determining whether you need to invo- avoid it entirely or just do something to mitigate its effects on you, that's a, that's a valuable tool to have. But yeah, the word trigger now has a, a whole a whole new meaning that is, is all negative and all bad, but yeah. Trigger of mine is emails over the weekend, mm. the little red dot, or I don't know what it is there. I don't know what's hiding behind the email <laughs> icon. It's just this weird psychological thing. Yeah. So on weekends, I've just stopped checking emails. I mean, I'll occasionally do it, but I try to see, and I'm, I'm on both sides of that because on one thing it's, I want to know what's coming in and what I'm going to hit on Monday. But then, yeah, I've started noticing if I get like a text late at night or an email, then sometimes it's kind of like, Ooh, okay. I need to do this right now. And so, yeah, it's, 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 I don't know. Uh, It's okay. So the only thing that I will add to that is if I know that it's there, I can't not check it. I will stress about, yeah, I will stress about what it says. So, so I either have to, I would have to shut off my email entirely on my phone so that I didn't even know that I had email waiting for me. Because if I see that little red bubble that shows that I have one email, I'm going to want to open it and see what it says. And if it is something that is going to stress me out about work, then it'll ruin my weekend. Yeah. Uh, is it me? Yeah. Okay. Remember the big picture. So, you know, your standard 30,000 foot view. Yeah, absolutely. What are the priorities? What, like... Is, is this thing you're stressed out about really that important in the grand scheme of things? Yeah, Probably that's, not. That's hard to do, especially when you're in the thick of it and just so stressed out that it's crippling you to really take a step back and figure it out. Okay, I like number eight. Uh, number eight is practice forgiveness. Mm. I mean, I you know I don't do it, but it, <laughs> you it, like it. Like you don't in do theory, it. it's it's a good, it's a good idea. I've I've thought for a long time that you know giving people the benefit of the doubt, um, not judging others, practicing forgiveness. Th- those are sort of good merit. You know, it's it's a good it's a good trait to have. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't want to hold things against people because you, when you hold it against somebody, when you hold something against somebody, it just, it poisons you on the inside, which is why basically, I mean, I've been holding so many things against so many people that I'm just basically rotten to the core. <laughs> I was going to say, you're, you're doing better than me if you don't hold any grudges. Okay. I try uh, not to. I try not to. Oh, number nine, try the grounding method. Mm-hmm. Think of five things you can see. Four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. I I, I think this may work for some people. I love the last one. <laughs> just just Cameron, just for the last one, just just, just yeah. Just read it. Read number ten. Just read. Oh. <laughs> I think you're talking about the previous list. You want me to read just one thing you can taste? No, 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 no. 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 Yeah, number ten, the final one. Here we go. Try a stress dump. <laughs> Let them all out. Release. <laughs> Release now, the Kraken. But what like, in the like, world is that talking about? How? Just like vocally yell it? it it's not, it, you can't just magically let stress go. At least I can't. Well, I mean, it's kind of one of those that 
like last night, I at the end of the workday, everyone has left. I just went and like probably was a turd because court was in the middle of working and I just like went and plopped myself in his office and I was like, okay, I got a word vomit and I just like vented and I did think I felt better, but then I got in my car and like had another moment, but whatever. So I think that's like the stress dump of if you've got your person that you can kind of just like vent to, do it. Sometimes it helps. I don't know. Dump the stress. <laughs> yeah, I've never found a way to really dump the stress. I, you know, I, I've found a way to forget about the stress for a while. Yeah. You know, forget about life for a while. But um, maybe you're maybe the person you talk to can help you see the bigger picture, help you kind of like do it one of these other steps. <laughs> they can throw cold water on you. <laughs> you know, one of, one of the one of the interesting things that 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 sort of brings up is that idea. You know. You, everybody, I'm sure, has heard of the, the the idea that that women, when they when they come to the, their their partner, uh, especially their male partner, um, with a problem and they're complaining about the problem, the male's immediate instinct supposedly is to fix it, to mm-hmm. try and find a way to fix it. And women don't want their problems necessarily to be fixed; they just want to be seen and heard and understood, and you know they want to vent and yep. so on and so forth. Um. I don't think that that is true just for women. A lot of times I'm complaining about something and I am not looking for an effing solution. I am just looking for you to listen to me, complain about it for a second, and then let me go on about my merry way. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure both of y'all have vented to me about stuff and then I've gone and tried to fix it. Um, It's it's funny. Stop it. It's it's funny because women are constantly, I don't want you to fix this. I just want you to listen to me. And then they'll turn around and try and fix your stuff all the time. Double standards. Double standards. You ever heard the analogy a woman is like a pancake and a male, uh, a man is like a waffle? No. Have you heard that? Uh, what is, no, explain. Well, think about the syrup on it. A man compartmentalizes. The syrup goes into each little space. A woman is just like, blah. <laughs> it, it, all, <laughs> it all just mixes together and everything is just chaos. Be- beautiful chaos. <laughs> I was about to say, well, we just lost all our female listeners. Thanks. I like pancakes. <laughs> I do. I, I, I like pancakes with butter and syrup all mixed together. I like syrup on my bullseye. Mm. Is it time? It's time. Okay. That was a hell of a segue. <laughs> okay, Cameron, how about your bullseye? We'll let you go first. You know, I'm brand new to this bullseye thing. Have I earned it yet? I believe so. You've I earned mean, it. You know, two full seasons of, of episodes. I mean, you just three dropped, seasons. You just dropped that whole waffle pancake knowledge on us, so I think you earned a bullseye. All right. And that is not my bullseye pancakes. All right. <laughs> pancakes are my bullseye. Okay. Uh, this is just personal experience here. As a guy, Court, I don't know if you're this way. For the most part, with my stress and anxiety, I bottle it up. For a long time, I didn't like to talk about it. And it would just, I just looked like I was in a bad mood all the time. Kind of treated the people around me in a bad way and recently i've learned to just talk about it abby's like let's vocalize it i can tell something's wrong with you come on talk it out and it usually helps me so my bullseye would be don't bottle it in share it with somebody that you trust bullseye okay well my bullseye is um you know somebody like this out there, uh, or maybe you are the person that is like this out there. The type of person that practically takes pride in the amount of stress that they have in their life. The type of person that works extra super hard and is constantly stressed and is constantly bragging about how stressed they are. You know what? That's not good for you. It's bad for you. It's bad for your mental health. It's bad for your physical health. And it's bad for your financial health because of just all the ways that stress can affect your life. So stop it. 
just stop it. <laughs> you know, if you if you if you're stressed, you might want to consider taking a break because I guarantee you, if you are super stressed all of the time, then you're stressing out the people around you too, and you're making everybody's life worse. Bullseye. Okay, so I first thought Court was talking about me for a second uh, with his bullseye. But, <laughs> but obviously he couldn't have been because that no, would just be mean. No, but it, it's kind of, it's segued with both of y'all's is because there are a lot of people who are super, super stressed out, but then don't tell people. And um, it's, you know, when you've got that person who just needs a quick favor or, you know, we've talked about before, somebody reaches out to Cam, hey, can you make this quick graphic for me? Or somebody reaches out to me, hey, can you help us with this event real quick? And being okay with setting boundaries and saying, you know what? No, I'm I'm really stressed out. I'm I'm really bad about it. I know these two guys are bad about it. I I constantly am like, I know everyone else is so busy. So I don't want to tell them that I'm more busy than them. And that's, I have this whole dialogue in my head of like, oh, well, they're probably just as busy. And if I say I'm busy, I can't do it, then I'm kind of uh hole. Can I say Well, you just <laughs> did. <laughs> you did. Uh, I'm kind of a turd if I say that. Um, anyway, so my bullseye would be that stress is going to happen. It's always going to be a part of your life and just really kind of try and figure out what works for you on how to cope with it. But also know that just because your stress is about work or, you know, kids or whatever, it does all roll downhill and it does turn into financial relations issues. And so if you are stressed, then a lot of times your financial advisors can jump in and help you with some of the stresses in your life that can majorly impact your finances. So ask a friend, you know, whether it's a therapist, financial advisor, good buddy, family member, whatever, get help when you need it. Bullseye. We're here when you need us. Physicians Mutual. I'll be there for you. <laughs> Katie, I don't have a song. Sometimes in our lives, we all have pain. We all have sorrow. Women, we are much more than pancakes, by the way. I just had this whole my best friend's wedding thing of, you know, we're creme brulee. Okay. Yeah, because she has that moment and she's like, you're never going to be jello. Creme brulee can never be jello. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. We're done. Okay, this ladies and gentlemen. Me out now. <laughs> There's the closing bell. You have made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard, and you'd like to hear more, and you haven't already, then please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service and hit that subscribe button and have us beamed directly to your podcast listening device every single Thursday at noon. That's Central Standard Time. Or Central Daylight Time during Daylight Savings Time. But just it, Central Time. Central just Time. Central. Central Time. Noon Central Time. Um, uh, if you'd like to find out more about me and Katie, uh, you can go check out our website. That and website Cam. And Cam. If you'd like to find out more about me and Katie and Cam, we have bios on our website. That website is bullcastpodcast.com. Go visit. Read about us. Leave a comment if you like, or suggest a topic for a next episode. We also have an Instagram handle. That handle is at Bullcast Podcast. A Twitter handle. That handle is at Bullcast Podcast. Please feel free to uh, tweet us what movie you think is the most stressful movie ever that we didn't put on our list. Mm -hmm. 
Finally, ladies and gentlemen, Cameron, Katie, and I all three work for a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And if you'd like to find out more about that business, what it is we do there, find out more about us because we've got some bios on there too. Find out a lot about our amazing team and our boss, David A. Pickler. Please feel free to go to that website. That website is picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, I done give it to you all. You got everything you need. So be merry and be happy. For now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cam. And we out.